Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are speaking with Lauren Anderson and we are in Anchorage, Alaska. Lauren, can you tell everybody exactly where we are today? Sure, yeah, you're at the Alaska Native Heritage Center, uh, of course, right here in Anchorage, Alaska, and we're, we are the only facility in all of Alaska that actually represents all the native cultures of Alaska. And uh, again, I'm Sukbiak, I'm from Kodiak Island, but today we're standing in front of a totem pole that was made by Nathan Jackson, Tlingit, uh, Carver from Ketchikan, Alaska, and it's a pretty pretty special pole because it uh, doesn't re represent any one particular clan. It uh, actually represents, well, everyone, actually. Tell me about that because you were saying usually a totem pole will have either a raven or. Oh yeah, a raven or an eagle. And this has both, right? Yeah. So yeah. and that's representative of everybody. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, there's two main moieties in the Klinka culture, which is of course raven and eagle. And so a lot of times it's depicted by, well, of course, the symbols that you'll see the birds on the totem pole behind me. But what makes it a special pole, too, is that it's a transference of knowledge from culture to culture. So I think one of the main things of the Heritage Center is, you know, it's like when you talk to teachers, hey, we're all going to be rich and famous. Like, uh, no, <laughs> but we do it for a different reason. And uh, like in the pole behind me, it's uncle teaching his nephew and all the things that he needs to know because that information will be passed on to the next generation and then children at the bottom of the pole. So when you think of it like that, it's just basically the transference of knowledge from generation to generation. So that's a pretty special. Now you started here as a volunteer. I mean, yeah. they always say that you know you have a passion when you'll yeah. do it for free. Yeah, that's right. And so then you <laughs> ended up being a director and you've been here for, did you say 16 years? 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Tell us what exactly you do here and how this is a passion for you. Oh yeah, well you know, if you really think about it, we're on the front lines of our culture. Like when I talk to people from, or who have Irish ancestor, have Spanish or, or Italian, I usually ask them, well, if you wanna learn more about being Irish, maybe you don't think you know anything, but you probably do. But what if you think you don't know? Where can you go to learn more about being Irish? So well, Ireland. If you're Alaska Native, where can you go? There's nowhere else for you to go. We are on the front lines of what we need to do and we can't give up on our language or culture because if we do give it up, then it's lost forever. So that's something that, well, all the people I work with, <laughs> they would never allow. And a lot of people that we meet in our daily lives and of course the people we educate around the world. And uh, it's an important thing that we do. Do you have a most memorable moment here yeah well i have lots of memorable I'm moments i'm sure because uh, again we meet leaders from around the world presidents of you know have been here from multiple countries including the united states and uh but i think one of my most memorable moments is was actually a plane ride coming back from dc back to anchorage 
And I remember the lady on the plane asking me a simple question like, you know, where are you from? And I thought, well, that's a hard question to answer because, you know, I was born in Kodiak, but I live in Anchorage, but I lived in Washington and went to school there. So I actually told her the whole story, you know, from when I went to school in Washington to staying with grandma to working in Seattle and now to where I'm at today. And luckily that's a five hour flight, you know, <laughs> which I don't think she knew what she was yeah, in for. But right. uh, uh, when I got done, she said, I'm so jealous of native people. You're also in touch with your culture. And I thought, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, we express it every day. We think about it or maybe we don't even think about it but we definitely express it every day. And so rather than asking her where she's from, I actually asked her, what culture do you come from? And without hesitation, she said to me, I don't come from a culture. I come from Los Angeles. And I was like, whoa. I mean, think about Los Angeles. It's many cultures within one city, and not to mention LA is a culture all to itself. And uh, so we spent the rest of the flight trying to figure out what culture she came from. And uh, I use that a lot now with the guests that we come to the Heritage Center. So many people are easy to look. They watch you and they, they listen to our, our presentations. But then we pose the question, well, where do you come from? What are your values? What's important to you? What do you have or what do you hold sacred to you? And as diverse as the world is, that's what our answers are. Very diverse. And is one more important than another? Well, of course, when we start working here, you start learning, no. Absolutely not. But the thing that we need to do is generate value in native knowledge, native traditions, native things, anything native, art. And uh, if they learn more about it, they'll have more respect for it and more appreciation too. Did you have any hesitations or challenges moving into this position? I mean, you know, going from a volunteer to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do for well, my life right now. Of course, you know, when you're a volunteer, you actually do the things you want <laughs> yeah. to do. Right. When you move into get promoted up, you usually have to, there's things you have to do. And then you find the things you want to do, you get less and less of that. But it doesn't mean I'm any less passionate about it or, or getting motivated to, to do the work that I do. So what do you think you've learned about yourself? Well, you know what's funny? Uh, I try to stay positive, but I learned that sometimes that my coping mechanisms usually are not positive. That sometimes I go into denial and I wonder, well, how, how, do, I, how do I, why do I go into denial when I have to deal with something? And then I realize that's the way my parents taught me. And I wonder, is that the way my grandparents taught them? And so it makes more sense to me now, but uh, possibly when I have kids one day that I'll walk them through it and say, you know what, you know, you need to deal with it. So working here at the center, I've learned that I can't put things off, that I need to, if there's a challenge, I need to meet it head on and keep on moving. <laughs> so I, my whole thing is trying to get people to act, right? And yeah. you started volunteering and then the, yeah. this turned into a full-time career. Yeah. And I say to them, envision this for yourself, explore what it would take and yeah. execute that plan. So what advice do you have for my audience? I guess, you know, uh, in Western culture, we're always taught that money should be one of the, you know, the end goal of what you do, that to be rich is an important thing or that's valuable, but what is wealth? You need to ask the question, is wealth money? Is wealth happiness or health or family? In Alaska Native cultures, it's also food. 
And so, you know, I may not be wealthy working at the Alaska Native Heritage Center, but I would say mon monetarily. But I think in culturally speaking, spiritually, mentally, uh, I think I'm really wealthy now. So find what you like to do and stick with it, and you'll find your wealth uh, in the work that you do. What is your website address? Oh, yes, it's uh, www.alaskanative.net. Okay, because I want to make sure people can look you up oh, sure. from all over the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But they, you know, definitely if they come to Anchorage, Alaska, they need to stop in and see well, everything that you have to offer here. We have a lot to offer. So uh, they recommend two to three hours, but I've had people spend the whole day here. So, uh, yeah, be prepared if you'd like to stay all day. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Oh, of course, absolutely. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep